and welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthier choices when you're away from home. Today's leading thought is, we are our choices, and that comes from, I believe it's Jean-Paul Sartre, S-A-R-T-R-E, so I apologize if I uh, butchered that name. So I am currently podcasting from the City of Sin in my hotel room. I just finished up a week of work here, and then... This weekend, I have my uh, parents joining me, so I'm getting ready to meet them and just made a couple day little vacation out of it. But I wanted to share with you guys kind of how I survived this week with a hectic work schedule, with social events, and still, you know, sticking to my goals for weight loss. So going right into that, talking about weight loss, in 2019, my starting weight was 192. And my body fat was 25%. As of this morning, it is up to 176.1, which was a little bit higher than last week. Uh, but that that is the Vegas effect. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what were some of the wins for this week and what were some of the, the minor setbacks that, you know, I experienced through this weight loss journey. Uh, the first uh, big win, the non-scale victory was I finished my first race. So it was a four mile fun run. It was for the conference that I'm here for, which is a photography conference, WPPI. They have a fun run that benefits charity. So I signed up for that a couple weeks ago and I completed the uh, four miles and I was doing it at a uh, 10 minute mile pace. So I'm super, super pumped about that. Uh, so pumped that the next day I went for a run on the strip and instead of going towards the Vegas sign, I'm staying at Luxor, instead of going towards the sign, I actually decided to run down the strip. And if you want a very challenging run, uh, check out the strip because there's a lot of stairs and escalators and it does, you know, muddle your pace a little bit. Uh, but I went all the way to the end of the strip and then worked my way back all the way to the sign. And I hit the 10K mile marker at the Las Vegas sign. And it was, you know, I pushed myself to get there because I look back at all the times that I've been in Vegas over the years, I started coming to Vegas when I was 10 and I just turned 30. Uh, we came every year. So for the last 20 years, you know, I've been coming to Vegas in the spring. And I think back to a lot of those times and it was a lot of, you know, buffets. It was a ton of drinking. It was no, you know, I didn't take my health into account. So me hitting, you know, 10 my, or 10K, and being able to snap that selfie in front of that sign meant so much for, you know, this lifestyle change for, you know, focusing on my health and how I feel. Because, you know, for those several years that I would come out here, I just didn't care. All I cared about was, you know, the free drinks at the casino and, you know, the all you can eat. The food is great out here. And now, you know, I'm, I'm still... That's, that still has a place in my diet, in my lifestyle, but it's not focused on that. It's not focused on, you know, getting drinks at, you know, I remember going to breakfast and getting a beer with breakfast because it's Vegas and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, one thing that doesn't stay in Vegas is the weight that you bring back with you. So I just, I definitely wanted to focus on this time on sticking to my goals, but also still experiencing, you know, the good food that Vegas has to offer having a couple drinks with friends, going out and, you know, going to the different events and parties. It, I still wanted to be a part of them, but I didn't, my lifestyle isn't focused around those things. So those were a couple of the uh, highlights for the week. Um, and I am at 176. So I put on about a pound um, so far since the last recording. And the 
that could be a lot of things. Um, last night, you know, we did go to, uh, we had a steak dinner and, you know, it was, you know, a lot of salty food. Uh, we had a appetizer plate that had, you know, salted meat, stuff like that. So it could be that, um, retention. Also, you know, I did reintroduce alcohol. So a couple days ago, um, I went over my uh, points for the day, which was planned. It was the day that I did the 10K, so I had a ton of exercise in. Um, so it could be that, and it could be a combination of all that. But I'm still kind of in that maintaining around that 175 plus or minus one uh, pound. Um, but one of the biggest things that was, I don't want to say a setback, but one thing I wasn't uh, kind of ready for was the amount of times when you're at events like these. I mean, this is a very large conference and it's a conference that I've been coming to for I'd say five or six years. So I have a lot of friends and they want to go out to eat and they want to meet up for, you know, drinks and things like that. So the social aspect of eating is really difficult. When I'm on the road for, you know, by myself, you know, I all I have to worry about is myself and the timing and, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, certain menus of places where people want to go because it's just me. But plan for those social interactions and kind of what you're going to do. And it might be worthwhile to kind of be the one that sets the plans ahead of time, be the responsible one and say, Hey, I want to hang out. Let's meet up at this time at this place and kind of control as many variables as you can, because that was something that I was definitely not able to do for this trip. And that was one of my key takeaways was, I need to make sure that I'm in control of those locations or make sure that I steer the conversation to a place where there's healthy options. So we went out to a team dinner, which I got lucky. They had grilled chicken on the menu and it was at the end of the day. So, you know, I had enough points for that. It was great. Uh, but another time, you know, I knew towards the end of the week, you know, my I had met with my colleagues for breakfast. Well, before we went out, you know, I had woke up early. I went for a run. So when I got back to my room, I just made a quick um, turkey patty sandwich. And, you know, so that way I was kind of filled up. And then when we went to um, breakfast, I just got a bowl of fruit. So it just kind of complemented the meal, if you will. So that was one thing that I just want to say, be prepared for. If you can steer those uh, social interactions that are tied to eating uh, beforehand, you're going to be a lot more successful. So I want to kind of talk about this week. I got in on Monday morning and checked into my hotel. And my first stop was the grocery store. And I went to, there's a Whole Foods that's towards the... Um, I believe it's the north. No, it's the south end of the strip. And I picked up a lot of fruit, you know, fruits and vegetables and things like that. Um, but Whole Foods is right on Las Vegas Boulevard. So it's a quick and easy Uber ride to get there. Um, it's down towards like the outlet mall that's at the end of the strip. Uh, but it's not far at all. Maybe, you know, two miles down the strip from Luxor area. So I went there and I picked up, that's where I got almost all of my vegetables and a couple, you know, snack things, but mostly vegetables. And then from there, I hopped in the Uber and I went over to, um, it's a kind of a regular grocery store and that is um, Smith's. So there I got my um different, you know, my turkey sausage for breakfast sandwiches. I got some English muffins. I picked up a cheap toaster, uh, string cheese, uh, the stuff that I was gonna, that I had put into my plan before I left the hotel. So let's talk a little bit about pregame. So 
as I said, you know, my first thing that I did when I got here was I got groceries. But if you don't have a plan when you do that grocery shopping, especially if you like just landed and you haven't had a meal, the same thing happens when you're on the road that if you eat, you know, if you don't eat before you go grocery shopping at home, everything sounds good. And one thing I learned on this trip was I definitely purchased too much. And you have to take into account the checkout procedure of your hotel and kind of how you're going to pack anything that you want to take with you. So before you even leave, I highly suggest you make two plans. Uh, one, you, and it doesn't have to be like this official plan that you would like turn in at work, but just jot down some notes of snacks that you want to buy, you know, Knowing that you're going to be in Vegas for, you know, five days for work. Okay. So each day, what are you, what are your snacks for those days? You know, is it going to be fruits and vegetables? That's great. Then when you go grocery shopping, you know that you need to pick up some snack bags and maybe two things of celery because you're here for five days. Or maybe you only need one thing of celery, you know, one stock of celery because, you know, you're only going to be here for three days or what, you know, whatever that is. But just jot down some things that you want to get for your snacks. And then also your meal plans, you know, take into account, you know, what are you doing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And where are you going to be when it is time for you know, time to eat those things. So for example, I made sure that I had a lot of snacks to get me through the day because my job, you know, I'm at our trade show booth. So I know that I'm going to be on my feet for, you know, eight, nine hours at a time. And then I know that we're going to go right to dinner after the show. And then, you know, we're probably going to go like walk the strip or go down to Fremont street or, you know, do something after dinner. So I have a pretty good idea of what my schedule, you know, is going to be for the day. And then also think about when you're going to exercise because you need to make sure that you have your meals kind of planned around that too. So for me, it is wake up, go run, come back starving, um, replenish my body with uh, some protein as well as my breakfast, go over to the show, snack all morning, take a quick break to eat a turkey sandwich, and then in the afternoon have vegetables, um, you know, some vegetables left over to kind of get me through until dinner so I'm not totally starving at dinner. And then, you know, we always kind of go out for dinner. So I didn't have to plan, you know, I didn't plan any of my dinner meals. Uh, all I planned was breakfast, snacks, lunch, snacks for my, that was my schedule. That might not be your schedule, but that, you know, that's what worked for me. So jot that down ahead of time before you even go on this trip. Just make sure you have a snack and meal plan. Another thing that's super important, especially for Vegas, is water. You know that I'm a huge fan of the Nalgene bottle, and then I also um, I'm starting to use the Hydrate bottle as well to keep track of how many um, how much liquid I'm drinking. But in the desert, you have to have water, and you know there are there's not a lot of places to fill up your water bottle, um, and it it really depends on you and what you're doing in Vegas. So if you are at a event and you're at a trade show, one thing I highly suggest is ask if there's an exhibitor lounge. So at our show, we did have an exhibitor lounge that had coffee, tea, and then they also had um, a place to get water. So I would go over there, seems like every you know hour, two hours, and fill up my water bottle to make sure I had you know enough water in my system because the last thing that you want to do is dehydrate in the desert. 
But also, if you're going, there's Starbucks everywhere. So if you're a Starbucks drinker, don't forget to ask for that free water on the side. You know, ask for a Trenti water and fill up your water bottle, you know, in the morning. Or if you go there for, you know, grabbing a snack, just ask for that water or ask if they can fill up your water bottle. Or any place where you go to eat, just, you know, ask for, you know, that water or fill up your water bottle for you. Uh, Another pregame thing is making sure that uh, you pack, if you're checking luggage, uh, maybe pack a knife in order to cut up your produce. Uh, so I have this small little travel kit that I can you know, post in the show notes over at fitfortheroad.co. I'll throw them in there. Um, but it's this little tiny knife that I was able to cut up my veggies to do some kind of in-room meal prep. So it might behoove you to pack a small knife in your uh, checked baggage, and that is totally okay. I had no issues uh, with that at all. Uh, so that way you can, you know, you don't have to purchase that knife when you get here. Another thing is kind of a pregame is the scale. You guys know that I travel with my trusty uh, Eufy, E-U-F-Y scale. Um, that really helped me kind of stay in tune with my body throughout the week to make sure that I'm still making, you know, healthy decisions. Um, and I'm not, you know, adding you know, putting on a ton of weight and I'm making sure that, you know, my goal is to, you know, for alcohol is 175. So if I'm over, like right now I'm over that. So it's like an alcohol pause zone, if you will. Uh, So I know that I can't, or I won't, I personally won't drink alcohol until that weight gets back down below until it's kind of in that maintaining area and dry goods, pack as many dry goods as you have room in your, um, luggage. I had protein bars. I had packets of oatmeal, I had, um, what else did I have? Sorry, it's early in the morning here. Uh, but I have this whole uh, crackers, uh, applesauce, um, pouches. That's all stuff that I packed beforehand. So I at least had some of those items before I got in here you know, to Vegas. So pack as many dry goods as you can. So that's kind of the pregame leading up to Vegas. And then another thing that you want to do beforehand is call and see if there is a refrigerator in your room. So that's going to kind of determine what foods you're going to be able to um, prepare for yourself throughout the week. So make sure you call the hotel first and don't only ask if there is a fridge in the room. Ask if it costs anything to use it. So my parents just checked into their room this morning and my mom had mentioned that it's if you store anything in the fridge it's a $50 charge to use that fridge so as soon as you open that as soon as you put something in that fridge you're going to be dinged for 50 bucks and Knowing Vegas, it's probably $50 a day in that case. So even if you put something in there for one day, they probably will continue to charge you for your whole stay. So make sure you call first. Make sure that you ask, is there any charge related to that? And then if not, you're in you're in the clear. But I did those things. But when I went to check-in, I had asked and I said, you know, just as they gave me a room key, I said, "Is now there is a, you know, a fridge in the room, right? They're like, well, no, that's $25 a day if you want a fridge brought up. And I was like, look, I called and they're like, well, there's nothing we could do. So I asked to speak with a manager and just kind of let them know. I'm like, I'm not looking for an upgrade here. I'm just looking for, you know, what I was told, you know, they have. And he's like, well, the only way that we, you know, do free fridges is for health concerns. And I looked at him, I said, this is a dietary concern. You know, I'm on a really strict diet for my health. And he's like, okay, then it's approved. So that might be something that you would be able to do is just, you know, cite, you know, just exactly like I did. It's a medical reason. You know, I don't have a doctor's note per se, but I would be 
I would think that it would be you'd be kind of hard pressed to find that your doctor wouldn't give you a you know a note that says hey this guy wants to eat healthy while he's in Vegas I can't think of a doctor that wouldn't want you to eat healthy but um, that was my experience you know at check in and. Another thing that I found interesting was when we were going through this process was the lady said, well, you can upgrade for $25 a day to this suite and it has a uh, fridge or I would just pay $25 for a fridge. So if you get to the point where you're going to have to pay for that fridge and it makes sense for you and you're able to save that amount of money or, you know, you want to have that fridge, ask if there is a room upgrade that's the same amount as that uh, the cost of that fridge because they might be in my case they were the same price so if you're going to pay for it you might as well get you know a nicer room with a nice fridge in it so that was my experience when I checked in and that was specifically at the Luxor uh, that that you know that I was able to get the uh, fridge brought up to my room so with groceries so going back to you know the grocery shopping uh, one thing that I wish I would have done was taking an empty you know emptying my luggage um before and taking that with me in the Uber ride. So I went to Whole Foods and I had like maybe two or three bags and that wasn't a big deal. But then I went to the Smiths where I got the rest of my things and I ended up having like five or six bags. And I I mean, I admittedly purchased too much. I shouldn't have got as many things as I did, but you know, that's here and there. I definitely learned from it. Uh, so I had to go back in and get garbage bags in order to, you know, kind of condense the amount of things that I could, so I could at least hold it and carry it up to my room. So one pro tip would be to empty your luggage and take that with you. So that way you can pack your groceries in your luggage and roll it back up to your room. Now my Uber driver was super cool. And when we got back to the hotel, he did wait for me to run up to my room get my luggage, come back down and pack all that thing, all those things in there. But next time uh, that I do this, I would definitely uh, take my luggage with me. So that way I can just pop all those um, food items in there. So that way I'm not, you know, trying to look like, you know, this just traveling in garbage bags coming back through the uh, casino. So another thing that you don't want to forget is baggies. So that way you can, you know, little sandwich bags. So that way you can separate your, you know, your vegetables. Or if you get a bag of, let's say, crackers and you want to, you know, separate them up for your daily portions, definitely make sure you get some sandwich bags. Uh, foil. So uh, foil I use to warm up things like uh, pre-cooked grilled chicken, uh, turkey sausage. You could do quesadillas. You want to make sure that you have that. Uh, foil in order to wrap your, you know, you can use it for wrapping the things that you make or also kind of, I use it as a cooking service to use with the uh, iron. Yes, I am that dedicated. I used an iron to warm up a sausage patty. But another thing that I realized was the packaged lunch meat that you can get from the, um, not from the actual deli itself, but if you go over to where they have the prepackaged uh, deli meats, they have the stuff that comes in small containers. And what's great about that is you can pull that inside. There's a, you know, the bag of, you know, turkey or whatever you get. Yeah, I just put that in the fridge and then I got, it's basically like getting a free container. So, in the containers, I was able to, you know, chop up my veggies and have a container to hold all that in or put your sandwich in it so your sandwich doesn't get crushed. It's just a free, so you don't have to purchase containers. That's kind of another little uh, pro tip that I figured out. Uh, as far as like things that I picked up, 
you know, I'd already talked a little bit about some of the things, but uh, the key that was really, you know, really, really delicious and really beneficial was um, obviously the low carb wraps. And what's nice about those or the low carb, low calorie wraps is if you don't use all of them, they pack super flat and you don't have to refrigerate them after opening. So it's easy to transport them from hotel to hotel. Uh, so that way, when you get to your next location, you already have them. So the wraps, I got pre-cooked chicken that I warmed up with an iron. I got turkey sausage, which again, warmed up with an iron. I got um, they actually found a, it's called carb master milk. It's from Kroger brands. And, um, uh, it was only one point for an eight ounce glass and it had, I think 11 grams of protein. So awesome, awesome, awesome milk alternative. After I went for my run, I mixed that with a little bit of PB2 and my protein shake. And I probably had about 40 grams of protein, you know, in that one protein shake. Uh, but that milk alternative, I can't wait to get back home and go to our Kroger and stock up on that. Um, I can see it being used for cereal, just so many different things. It was just, it was absolutely delicious. One of the coolest things I found on this trip. Uh, some low point yogurt, uh, pickles. I got things that would be easy to, you know, kind of meal prep for the week of. So those are a couple of things that I'll, and I'll post a picture of the shopping list that I took with me in the show notes over at fitfortheroad.co. Um, but those are a couple of things that I picked up as far as groceries in order to go to, you know, I was going to a trade show. So I was on my feet all day, really didn't have a lot of time for breaks, but I wanted to make sure that I had, you know, plenty of food to make it through the entire show. So the final thing I want to talk a little bit about is exercise while being in Vegas. So plan for tons of walking. It's I would say it's impossible not to hit your step goal when you are in Vegas. You just go from point to point uh, inside casinos and you kind of lose track of, you know, time and you're just, you're on your feet a lot in Vegas. So plan for a ton of walking. Uh, your resort fees, all hotels that I know of on the strip, they charge you a resort fee and that pays for your use of the fitness center. So definitely check it out, use it. The one at the Luxor was awesome. The only problem it was packed every morning. Um, but it was a really, really super nice exercise area. I uh, highly suggest going for a run on the strip at least one day early morning. Um, the walk of shame that you uh, kind of pass by when you're going through people that are, you know, f just finishing your, their night and you're starting off yours. It's just interesting to see that kind of changing of the guard. Uh, but the strip is just totally different in the morning, especially at like 6, 6.30 a.m. It's just, it's empty. It's, there's this weird, this almost eerie sense of, you know, there's not a lot of traffic on the road. There's not, there's barely anybody on the sidewalks. Uh, they're kind of getting the hotels ready for the day. It's just a really, really cool experience. Uh, but I will warn you, there are a ton of stairs. And the way that the sidewalks work in Vegas is they do control the traffic flow to go over the roads, so the traffic doesn't have to stop in a lot of places. So the stairs aren't really anything that you can kind of get around or go around. Uh, so just be prepared. And they all have escalators. But again, that's going to really, really slow down your pace. Another thing is there are planet there's several planet fitnesses just off the strip, uh, maybe you know within five miles of you know different hotels down the strip. Uh, so if you're a planet fitness member, there are plenty of planet fitness options here uh, for you. And then finally, uh, one thing I'm going to recommend, I think I'm going to do this tomorrow morning, um, but there's a lot of places around the area that have different classes. So spin classes, um, 
different gyms in the area, and you can access those through ClassPass. So my uh, one of my colleagues actually lives here in Vegas, and she recommended a um, spinning class. So I'm going to go try spinning for the first time, uh, hopefully tomorrow, based on her recommendation. Uh, but ClassPass is a website slash app that you can pay for, and it'll get you into these different classes or different, you know, yoga studios, things like that around the area. And I'll, I'll throw a link. Uh, she had sent me a link that'll get you, I think, the first two weeks free. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. So that way you can take advantage. Like for me, I'm going to try it, see if I like it. And then, um, probably cancel if there's not a lot of, I'm going to look and see if there's class class, you know, different, um, spinning places around where I travel. And if, if not, then I'm not going to, uh, not going to renew it or not, you know, go past the trial. Um, but it seemed as I just browsed kind of class pass a little bit, it seemed like there was a lot of different exercise, you know, whether it's gyms, whether it's, you know, cycling places, yoga studios, I think there's going to be a lot of options and I, I do foresee myself being a customer for that, but definitely check out class pass as well. So that does it for me today. Um, hope this helps you guys. If you are planning to visit the, uh, city of sin and you want to stick to stick to your goals, stick to, you know, what your plans are for this year. Um, people think I'm crazy for, uh, you know, going grocery shopping and stuff, but it saves so much money. That's another thing I should have brought up during the show. But Vegas is very, very expensive. Uh, we stopped at a place yesterday to get a, uh, for breakfast, and it was, I think, $21 for an egg white omelet. Um, now, I had already, you know, got mine beforehand. So I had my bowl of fruit, I want to say, was like $11. So just be prepared for the higher prices in Vegas. And if you offset with, um, groceries. I did the math yesterday and I spent less, I've spent less than $150, uh, for my entire here, uh, my entire stay so far on, um, food and drinks. And I've been here already. This is Saturday. So five or six days. So, you know, it definitely does help by doing that grocery shopping beforehand. It's a double bonus. You get to, you know, stay within your weight goals, but you also get to, you know, save a ton of money. So I really hope this helps guys. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I am absolutely able to help and willing to help in any way, shape or form. Uh, you could check us out on Facebook by searching for fitfortheroad.co on Instagram at fitfortheroad, or you can always check out our website or my website at fitfortheroad.co. Thank you guys and have a great week. This has been episode eight of Fit for the Road, recording on March 2nd, 2019. For show notes, please visit fitfortheroad.co. Also, special thanks to Ryan of Painless Audio for production assistance of today's episode.